welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello everybody. How you doing today? It's good to be back again in the um, new studio recording again. So we'll see how it uh, sounds. Now, um, if in case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a 6th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over three years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now, um, in uh, Cobra Kai, which is our example today, there is a comparable scene for our topic uh, where the kids are in the... Uh, are getting hot in the California sun while they're trying to train. And then um, Daniel LaRusso uh, introduces them into the walk-in refrigerator for the team to learn both Shoshu Geiko and Kan Geiko. Both are extreme weather training methods, both hot and cold weather. Uh, we are focusing on this today because there are common excuses whenever you're in these two extremes, which cause us not to get work done and not to train in our martial arts as well. So, the topic today is hibernation sickness. Now, um, a little history on this, uh, personal history. Um, I was born and raised in Michigan, so I'm used to the winters here. However, um, I was a very active kid, and we would do winter sports and play all season. Uh, we would go out, out every day during the winter in the snow to make snowmen, snow forts, have snowball fights, and of course lots and lots of sledding. Now me and my um, five brothers and sisters would look forward to the snow coming down. We also would look forward to a snow day from school because that meant we were going to go sledding all day. So as soon as the uh, Snow came down, we'd hit the hills and hit the slopes and have a lot of fun outside playing all day. Now, when we got older, uh, like in our teenage years, we'd also have fun um, uh, using our uh, friends' uh, four-wheelers down the street. We would uh, pull ourselves, um, you know, in a sled with a rope, which was a lot of fun. So even when there was no hills, we still had a lot of fun in the snow. So um, our uh, work task today is doing work in the wintertime, okay? Now the first thing you have to do is you have to make sure that you uh, get over the cold, okay? So you have to get over the cold first. Now when we lived in Florida, it was the opposite. We had to get over the extreme heat in the summertime, okay? And a lot of times people would uh, hibernate and not go outside very much um, in the uh, extreme summers, extreme heat in the summers, as well as what they do here in Michigan where they uh, don't go outside in the uh, wintertime. So first you have to get over it, okay? And how you get over it is this. You have to make sure that your environment is conclusive to getting work done, okay? So the first thing is you have to make sure you have to go outside your home or outside your business or outside your school, whatever your uh, 
wherever you're, or church, wherever you're working at, make sure that you take the small amount of time to uh, shovel, get the uh, snow out of the way, and also to uh, salt so that you can get the rest of it out of the way so it goes down to the, uh, to the pavement, the cement, or whatever. So you have to do that. That helps a little bit so that you can go in and outside of the house uh, or place of business so that without getting your shoes all, all um, you know, wet and salty um, so that when you come back inside, you drag it all inside and mess up your environment inside as well. That way you can go in and out, in and out, in and out, and you don't have to worry about um, that to get work done. If every time you go outside you get um, ankle deep in snow, then you're going to bring a lot of excess water inside your uh, place. So um, make sure you set that up. Like here at the uh, martial arts studio, we have a couple things. We have the uh, snow, snow shovel, the uh, salt, we also have a plastic container for the salt and a scoop to make it super convenient to do all that. Okay, so you can take it with you. Uh, you can uh, go ahead and salt things up, and it's no big deal. You tidy it all up when you're done, and then you uh, store it away. Okay, we even have a uh, flat roof here in, um, at the studio, so I also have roof melts that I throw on top of the uh, roof to break up the ice. So there's ways to do everything. You just have to know how to do it. Okay. Now, um, as you're doing work, like for example, we have uh, two uh, garages at home. So I like to go out to the uh, back garage and get stuff. I'll go bring stuff up to the front garage. Um, you want to make sure that you're taking breaks um, inside. So like as you're doing work outside, you're trying to get things done. You go inside for a little bit to warm up. Then you can go back outside again. To get more stuff so therefore you're not um, as your hands get colder and your face and everything gets colder uh, you can take a little break so that you're um, not overexposing yourself to the elements okay um, also to um, you know for example here at the studio I um, you know jack up the heat when I come in so that um, I'm not paying for the um, heating up the place too much when I'm not here, but I uh, get it back up again so that uh, I can, you know, get work when I'm here, I feel comfortable. Now eventually I will get, and uh, some of you guys may have this at home, uh, we don't have this at home or at the work yet, but we're planning on it. You can get an um, automatic thermostat that you can use to uh, change the temperature um, at on your phone so that you can um, just like warming up your car from a distance, you can warm up your uh, business or warm up your home from a distance as well. So, because we have animals, we usually don't, we have animals at home, we don't usually um, turn down the heat when we leave the house, we just leave it consistent. So that one is not as important to have a mobile um, adjustment. And Google makes something like that, which isn't very nice. We're thinking about getting one of those for the cottage as well. So um, the biggest thing about working in the uh, cold weather is to not make excuses, okay? A lot of people make excuses. Oh, I don't feel like going out there. I don't feel like getting cold. I don't feel like doing that. Um, a lot of times you just bundle up. You can uh, make, that, make that happen really easily. Now, another thing to do too is um, 
um, to make sure you stretch. Okay? So like, for example, when it's sledding this weekend, and uh, we make sure you stretch so that you can free up your body for movement. Okay? For example, there was a lot of ice. I fell once, but I didn't fall very hard because um, I was very nimble and uh, I was stretched out, so I just kind of um, you know caught myself with my um, with my hand kind of thing and my two hands and like three points of contact kind of thing, and I uh, didn't hurt myself when I fell. So a lot of people were falling. Sometimes they'd fall, land right on their tush, and that's not always good in that hard uh, um, ice. Now, also too, um, when you're working outside, like uh, snow shoveling or whatever. Um, you have to make sure that you are, you are bending your knees, using your big muscle groups like your like your thighs, your quads, um, your legs, um, your back, um, not your lower back, but using your you know backs of your shoulders and all that stuff. Using the big muscle groups, your chest, um, so that you can keep your body warmer. So if you work on your big muscle groups like compound exercises, um, it's a little easier to uh, not get hurt, and also to keep yourself warm. As we said earlier, you have to dress for success, okay? Um, depending on what kind of work you're doing and how long you're going to be out there is how many layers you need to wear, okay? If I'm just working out in the garage, I may just wear uh, just a pair of pants, um, like a long sleeve shirt, maybe a hooded sweatshirt and a jacket. Um, but if I'm working in the, um, going outside for, for a few hours sledding, I'll make sure I wear, um, you know, um, thermals. Uh, both top and bottom, um, underneath all that, and a double layer of socks. Okay, so if you dress for success, and of course, when it comes to cold weather, um, wearing a hat and wearing gloves is uh, totally essential to how much heat loss you have in your body. Now, um, we'll cover that a little bit later in the training, I think, but... Um, one thing you have to get used to in, in wintertime is get used to not making as much headway or progress um, in what you're doing. So you've got to um, celebrate small victories. Now, the alternative is, is that you don't get anything done. Okay, And that happens with a lot of people, especially here in Michigan. And it's, it's my fight against it to not do that. Okay, So you want to make sure that you're getting things done. And some people... Uh, they won't go out. They won't do anything in wintertime at all. They'll they'll just simply um, you know bundle everything up and then they'll they'll start again in spring, okay? And that's not being too productive. So that's why it's very important that we um, that we do that. Okay, so let's move on to the physical training. Now the physical martial art training is focusing on kangaiko or cold weather training. When you go outside and you're working out, you want to feel the cold in your lungs. I think it's kind of purifying. Um, I feel like, too, that you're automatically icing your muscles. You know, like sometimes if you have hands, hands are hurting from uh, too much work. If you leave your hands out of your gloves for a little bit, it kind of like freezes them pretty good and thus gives you kind of like a, like, a, like a free icing. You don't have to do the ice when you get home because you already had your hands so cold earlier. Then you can put your gloves on to warm them back up. So certain parts of the body... You can ice up like um, this weekend when sledding. I felt like using some of the snow on my neck because I hurt my neck sledding. So I um, I thought it would be fun just to use some of the snow and lay down in the snow for a while and get a free icing. Um, 
Also, too, um, one of the things I do is I like to warm up before I go outside. So I may, uh, you know, jump up and down a little bit, um, doing this thing we call bouncing shoulders uh, to kind of loosen up the shoulders. And it's kind of like a jumping jack without using your arms um, so that you can uh, get yourself warmed up before going outside. It makes you a little bit more fierce. As we said, keep on moving when you're outside, too. When you're outside doing work, let's say you're changing trash, taking trash out, bringing cans in, um, working on something, you want to make sure that you keep moving. Okay, so if you stop for too long or sit, you're going to get cold. So it's very important to keep moving. Now, as far as the martial arts um, part of this goes, is uh, uh, when, I do, when I go outside and work out, I, use, I do a lot more punches or hand techniques. Okay? Uh, because it's harder to do kicks on slippery surfaces. So a lot of times you can focus on your punches. Okay, so I can go outside and do my triple punches. Um, all the different variations. Including one called the cold palm strike. Okay, now the cold palm strike. Just kind of a fun way to do it. You can have cold hands, so a lot of times it hurts to punch something. But you can palm strike it a little bit easier and it be, uh, won't hurt as much when you do it. Now you can also use this in a little bit of a game that we play out in the cold weather where you um, will take a, um, like a boulder or, or like a snowball of some kind, throw it at a person and say, ready, ready to defend kind of thing, and they say, yes, sir, and then you throw it, and then they have to palm strike it um, to, to, to demolish it, okay? And that's one of the, palms are pretty tough, so that's one of the, the easier ones to uh, use to, to, um, to connect. Kind of like you're breaking a board, you know. Um, also, too, you can um, do kicks in the Con Geico or winter environment just to keep them lower. You know, it's in, in fact it's kind of funny, but before uh, before Bruce Lee changed to to Jeet Kune Do, um, his kicks were always lower in Wing Chun. He never used very high kicks. It wasn't until uh, later on that he um, started doing higher kicks. So low kicks are very respectable, and they're more encouraged in the slippery weather because the more that you um, lift your leg up, the better chance you have of falling over. So want to make sure slipping, falling. So make sure you use lower kicks when you're practicing your martial art in the colder environments outside. Then also, too, uh, we talked about the palming of the snow. What about the kicking of the snow? Okay, so if you get yourself, like what we used to do in scouts, we would meet in a parking lot getting ready to go do some cold weather camping. And um, one thing we used to do in the parking lot is the parking lot was already well salted and kind of dry. And, but there was these big piles of snow everywhere, you know, from the, um, the um, uh, snow, snow uh, plows going through and, um, and pushing them up into big mountains. So, we, of course, there's all these big boulders. So one of the games we used to play is we used to... Um, you know, say like, okay, let's check out our martial arts skills a little bit, and we'd uh, uh, they they'd throw it, throw a boulder towards us, and then we we kick it midair. Okay, so we use like a reverse swing kick or a swing kick or like a side kick or a front kick, and they throw it at us, and we kick it in the air and like you know, chop it in half or demolish it into bits, uh, depending on uh, how icy it was. So this is a game you can play in the winter time called kick the snow. Okay. And you can check, I know usually, uh, you know, hand techniques are a little easier, so some of the kids that didn't take martial arts um, could do the punches pretty easily or the, palm, the cold palm again. 
Um, or that you can try a kick. So we used to try the kicks and see if we can do spinning kicks and everything else and work on our timing to see if you can, hey, throw it higher in the air and I'll watch it come down and then I'll, I'll, I'll spinning caress and kick it or something or spinning over a swing kick it or something. So it was pretty cool. So kick the snow is always a lot of fun. And that's that's one of the games we play in the studio. Um, with the, we, do the, we use the focus mitts when we're at the studio because we don't have snow inside. But um, it's a lot of fun when you throw with a focus mitt at them and then they have to uh, kick it out of midair or, or throw a foam ball at them. They have to kick it out of midair. So it was a um, game derived from our years of uh, cold weather training in outside. Okay, so that pretty much covers the uh, physical part of the martial art training for us. But let's look into the mental training, okay? What kind of mental training can you get out of um, the hibernation sickness or training in the cold weather? Well, first of all, um, it takes discipline to get things done in cold weather, okay? To get past, using discipline, to get past those excuses that, that everybody makes of why they can't do this or why they can't do that, um, so you work on your discipline in martial arts to make sure that you can get over those excuses and get things done, okay? Uh, remember that um, in uh, the, the, literal the literal translation of Kung Fu means hard work. And I always use that because um, I like the fact that we work hard, we uh, get things done, and also, too, we work hard in our martial art training as well, okay? It's kind of like a full circle, you know, just like uh, uh, Jackie Chan said um, in the movie The Karate Kid with uh, Jaden Smith. He says, everything is kung fu, okay? So that's kind of like how I am. You know, I, I believe everything is directly related to my martial art training, okay? And that might be weird to some people. Um, but that's how I live my life. You know, I, I'm very much into martial arts, and um, I don't think of martial arts as just an activity. So when someone, I respect the fact that some people do, but that's not me. I, I'm, I think everything is interrelated. So um, we also talked about, too, and I'm just kind of bringing this out there again because we have some of our uh, listeners will, um, and students, uh, live in warm climates where they don't have the cold weather. So um, this is true in hot climates, okay? When we lived in Florida, I did my best. Even it was 90-something degrees outside, I still went outside and did stuff. We still shot movies. We still did martial art training. We had to change our frequency, intensity, and duration a little bit, but we did it, okay? And we took our breaks. So our breaks were drinking water, dumping water in our head, jumping in the... In the uh, in the ocean to cool off, stuff like that to cool yourself down when you're so hot outside and uh, making sure you, of course, applied sunscreen so you didn't get burnt to shreds when you're out there. So this is true in hot climates as well. It's not just true for cold climates. The hibernation sickness happens to everybody, okay? So um, I just said here, I said you just have to make a commitment and jump into the work and training. Just jump into it. You know, a lot of times I talk about not making excuses, well, one of the biggest ways to not make excuses is just to jump into it, okay? And just make a commitment and do it, okay? And then as we said before, um, or as I was going to talk about before, make sure that you, in the cold weather, make sure that you keep the in, your internal engine of your body going 
by making sure you eat enough calories. Okay, so if you don't eat enough calories in the cold weather, you go outside, you're not going to be able to keep your internal engine warm. So you want to make sure that you're eating for your training. So, <clears throat> just to wrap things up a little bit, remember our secret phrase that we have every week is, you have hibernation sickness. Okay, I can't if I said that right. You have hibernation sickness. Your eyesight will return in time. Okay, that's, um, <clears throat> Princess Leia was uh, dressed up like a bounty hunter in uh, Star Wars where she released Han Solo from the Carbonite and he couldn't figure out why he was feeling weird and where he was and why he couldn't see. And that was because he had hibernation sickness. So we want to make sure that we do the opposite of that. Don't have hibernation sickness. Get out there, make stuff happen, do stuff. Okay? Technique of the week is the cold palm. Cold palm strike. Okay? So make sure you uh, let us know that. Remember, um, we haven't gotten uh, the new uh, uh, Karate Kid Master Dojo merchandise yet. Um, because we're still busy at the studio here recruiting new students. Uh, remember that if you are a student or you want to be a student, we are open at our new studio in Michigan. Uh, we're in Romulus, Michigan. It's a great place to get started. We have an awesome uh, facility, and we look forward to you joining our team. Okay. Now remember, um, in order to fully learn any martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. And that's what our podcast is all about. So remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.